Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness, and longevity. Now let's get into the show. We are brought to you today by Athletic Greens AG1. This magical green powder of 75 pristinely sourced vitamins and minerals supports your gut health, immune function, and it helps with energy, recovery, focus, and even anti-aging. These are a few of the many reasons that AG1 has become a staple part of my routine. First thing, every morning into a cold glass of water. AG1 saves me time and money by taking all the guesswork out of what vitamin stack I should be using to help optimize my health. So you can reclaim your health with convenient daily nutrition. It's easy. One scoop in a cup of water every day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free year's supply of immune-supporting vitamin D plus five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash roadman. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash roadman to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The link and all the details for this offer are in today's show notes. Well, hello, all of you gorgeous cyclists. And if no one has told you today already, you look absolutely stunning in your Lycra. <laughs> and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Today, I am going to do a profile on one of the most famous cycling teams, the Ineos Grenadiers. Who are they? What are they about? Some rider details. So let's crack on. Now, when Team Sky became Ineos Grenadiers, there was a little bit of a kerfuffle because Team Sky were very clean. They were very save the whales. They were, you know, supporting clean energy, clean living, take care of the planet. Whereas the company Ineos is actually a global chemical company who's, well, like we use their products every single day, all of us do. They're used everywhere in modern life. And, you know, we find them in mobile phones. They're in medicines. They're in agriculture products for our food. They're in cars, they're in construction, they're in technology, they're in textiles, they're absolutely everywhere. But a global chemicals company is really the opposite of the Save the Whales approach. So there was a little bit of kind of, as I said, a few raised eyebrows at the time when Ineos took over. Now, in fairness to Ineos, they do say they also provide components that are essential for renewable energy. So I guess that's okay. (laughs) But not only did Ineos become the team sponsor, they actually bought the team outright. So they've a lot of skin in the game and they are not afraid to throw money at this sport. Now, that's the Ineos part. But what the hell is a grenadier? It does sound kind of like a military, like some kind of well-formed team. And when I looked it up in the dictionary, the first definition that came up was a soldier armed with grenades. Like how, how cool is that? And the number two definition, which I don't think you can really associate with this team is a grenadier is a common bottom dwelling fish with a large head, a long tapering tail and typically a luminous gland on the belly. <laughs> so there you go. Let's stick with the first one. But there is actually a product behind the name grenadier. The grenadier, it's a, a four by four car, a four by four vehicle like a Jeep. It's it's still in the development phase. And this this car, it's become the butt of a few jokes as 
the release date for it has been pushed back and back and back. So they're in still in production with this vehicle. If you're interested, you can put your name on the pre-registration list. So Ineos was formerly called Team Sky. And when the team was set up, its director, Sir David Brailsford, who is one of the most famous characters in cycling, said that Team Sky would be the first British team to win a grand tour with a British rider. And when he announced this lofty goal, every everybody laughed their little Italian asses off, their little French asses off, their little Spanish asses off. They thought this was hilarious and that it would never happen. But they did it. They did it in 2012 with Bradley Wiggins and kind of gave the two figures up to the, you know, the old school of the cycling, you know, the historic countries that really excelled with their cycling teams. Brailsford has completely revolutionised the sport. So he's used the theory of marginal gains. And now if you're new to cycling and new to the sport, this term marginal gains is something you are going to hear constantly when you're talking about cycling. Brailsford believes that if you make a 1% improvement in a host of tiny areas, the cumulative benefits would be extraordinary. So this ethos is literally in everything that Team Ineos does, from their nutrition, their training, their sleep, the recovery, even right down to having separate washing machines. Yet they have a washing machine for each rider at the Grand Tour. They have a bus with just washing machines in it. Why? Why would they do that? Well, this is the level of detail they go into. It was found that having separate washing machines stopped cross-contamination of bacteria between the riders' kits when they're being washed together, which then saw a huge decrease in saddle sores. And you will know if you have had a saddle, ever had a saddle sore, it's crippling. There's a really famous instance of Irishman Sean Kelly. We love Sean here. And when he was in the 1987 Tour of Spain, he was in the race leader's jersey and he only had a day to go. He just had one more day to go, but his saddle sore, the pain was so bad from it that he had to actually pull out of the race. And he was a shoe-in. He was a shoe-in to win this race so he basically handed over this certain win to Louis Herrera but Sean did come back the following year and won it you know he won that race so go on Sean but that's how debilitating saddle sores can be and as I said this attention to detail in Team Enios is basically eradicating these nuisances these little things that can ruin a you know a a rider's sleep or it can ruin the recovery so it's it's really really cool to hear about so team Ineos are also known for this attention to detail that's unsurpassed as I said and it has seen them become hugely successful but because they are really focused on the minutia of the watts the power output you know the numbers they've been criticized for taking the the human element and the passion out of the sport. You know those like crazy attacks, the one that riders go for when their heart tells their head to shut up. <laughs> You've probably done it yourself. You've probably been a little bit too, you know, giddy up on some climb that you've been trying to beat your friends on. But sometimes those attempts that make absolutely no physical sense, but you know, emotionally riders just go for it. And 
often sometimes you know beyond and against the odds those riders succeed and it's a beautiful thing and it's something we saw a lot of last year actually from Pagacha you know if he was just he would just get these notions to go and floor it and he'd attack it was just so cool to watch well Ineos are the exact opposite to that. They will have a mathematical equation mapped out for every rider, for every race, for every climb, for every kilometre. You know, they'll factor in the rider's weight, the heart rate, their cadence, their fatigue levels, their nutrition, their hydration. And that rider will know that he has to ride at exactly a specific power for every specific minute. And, you know, he's expected to stick to that game plan. So... It's kind of like a cycling robot, I think. <laughs> we saw it this year with Grant Thomas in the Tour de France. On some of the crucial climbs, Pogaccia and Vingegaard, we'd see them attacking and, you know, Pogaccia would go, Vingegaard would bring him back, Vingegaard would go, Pogaccia would bring him back. They put in these kind of, you know, mini efforts, these micro celebrations. And Grant Thomas, he was always just hanging in there. He's always just like lurking sometimes, you know, lurking in the background, sometimes getting dropped. Then he would steadily close the gap again, it was just hanging around, but not getting involved in attacks, not going off feelings. God, no, never. No, he was just doing his own thing based off the numbers and the math models and the algorithms. So he, you know, powered on. And look, he got on the podium. He came third. So I don't think I'm far off when I say it's a little bit robotic. The team set up itself is massive and listed as part of the team are senior management so we have Brailsford we have sports directors there's 24 sports directors including Dan Bingham Dan Bingham is really really famous in cycling because he is an aerodynamics expert and he recently helped Filippo Ganna get dialed in to beat the error record beat his own error record because it was Dan Bingham who actually held the error record before Filippo Ganna beat it a few weeks ago We've got data scientists in there. We've got a medical team of 16 professionals on the team. Nutrition, yeah, of course they have that covered. They've got a team of five chefs and nutritionists. They've got 12 carers. They call them carers on the website, but we would know them as soigneurs. These are the people who are there lugging around the cyclist's luggage. These are the people who are handing out balls and musettes and food and giving massages later on in the hotel. We've also got 13 mechanics, six full-time drivers, and then there's 18 people working in the back office on brand PR logistics. There's even a full-time clothing manager. So this is a massive operation. Their budget is huge. It's a gargantuan 50 million plus per year and the bikes oh they have the best bikes they have partnered with Pinarello since the very beginning since their world tour debut in 2010 and with Pinarello team Sky Stroke Ineos they've worked together and they've churned out 15 different types of road bikes different models different iterations and four time trial bikes Oh, beautiful Pinarello. I could write a sonnet to Pinarello. They're stunning. And I spoke about Tom Pickock's beautiful rainbow jersey cyclocross bike on the show yesterday. It's fabulous. Okay, so on to some of the characters in the team. And I think, again, that Ineos... In their approach to media and interviews, it's kind of robotic too. We rarely see any personality coming from them. And it's it's generally very vanilla responses, very much towing 
the party line, whatever that may be. There's occasional breaks from this when the riders can't but be human. And we saw Tom Pickock give a hilarious interview when he won uh, a stage of the Giro this year. And it really endeared me to him, I have to say, before I just thought he was a little bit bland. But yeah, I've become a bit of a fan of Pickock. Another rider that has come out recently with a controversial interview is Grant Thomas, who I was talking about a few moments ago. He has been a key player in the last five years for Ineos but he has said that his latest contract negotiations left a sour taste in his mouth and this is what he said he said it's it almost felt like they just saw a few figures on a sheet you know some stats and just went off that rather than me as a person who they've known for the last 20 odd years but come on Garant we know that Ineos it's all you are is numbers you're just numbers your stats your your figures he then went on to say cycling in general just seems to have this obsession with younger riders and trying to find the next Remco Avonpole but he's just special him and Pagaccia are unique there's not one of them every year so it feels like the old guard is kind of getting a little bit shoved out by the newbies but this is sport we see this in every Every single sport in every single season. Grant, though, he is described as an all-rounder and a classics specialist. He's one of the most decorated and versatile riders in the sport and he can win on cobbled classics. He can win time trials and stage races. He has an Olympic gold on the track. His 2018 Tour de France victory cemented his legacy as one of the sport's top riders and it was actually so cool to see him on the podium of the 2022 Tour de France in third place. Look, in the end, Garant and Ineos came to a contract agreement, so he's here to stay for another year at least. The next rider I want to talk about is Daniel Martinez. He is a Colombian. So he's an incredible climbing talent. He's just amazing. I mean, the Colombians are known for it, aren't they? They're always so light and they just make it look so effortless. He can really do it all, though. So he had an overall victory at the Criterium de Dauphine and a Tour de France stage win. <laughs> so he's also been an incredible team player. And he he helped Egan Bernal to his Giro success in 2022. If it wasn't for Martinez, Bernal would have struggled. Next up is the amazing Filippo Ganna, the Italian. He is a time trialist extraordinaire and extremely talented. He's the fastest man in the world for an hour and he's also described as a roller. So he is a five-time world champion in the individual pursuit and he's won a total of eight medals at the UCI Track Cycling World Champs. And of course, he made the headlines when he completely smashed the hour record. He covered 50 56.792 kilometers in 60 minutes so that means he basically extended the record by more than 1.2 kilometers which is the biggest jump that's happened in the last seven years and as I said the previous record to that was set by Dan Bingham who he works with now Gan is really tall so for him to hold that really tight arrow position it must have been he must have been in agony. It must have been so uncomfortable. The man is a contortionist. I can't believe the size he gets his big frame into. And he actually also beat the 56.375 kilometers. That was done in, in an hour by Chris Boardman. But they took the world title off him because he was using a 
a position called the Superman. That was back in 1996 and that position has been banned since. So the error record was, his one was null and void. Then we'll move on to Tom Pickock. Again, I mentioned him a couple of minutes ago. Tom is such an all-rounder. He can do anything and he's always just popping up. His little round, little cute face is always just around and about. He's one of the most exciting talents to come out of British cycling, I think. And, you know, he's a part of this new wave of riders taking on multiple disciplines. So we see White Van Aert, we see Matthew van der Poel. Matthew van der Poel, well, he was supposed to do gravel this year, the gravel worlds. He's obviously a big cyclocross. He did mountain biking for the Olympics. He hurt his back quite bad and in that particular day. And as I said, van Aert, uh, White Van Aert, again, just doing everything that he can, anything to do with a bike, they're on. Now, Pickock, he's really making a breakthrough on the road. And he also has an Olympic gold medal on the mountain bike. And he is the current cyclocross world champ. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, the next rider to watch out for is Luke Rowe. So he is one of the most respected road captains in the sport. He He's p- played his part in five Tour de France. He's kind of always the bridesmaid, never the bride. He's he's Welsh. He's like a classic specialist and you know he'll he'll chase big results in the spring classics. He had this you know career almost career ending moment when he broke his leg back in 2017 and it was a really shocking break and he bounced back he fought he has great determination he gives all that great determination to his teammates which is so cool to see yeah he just has that attitude he's an amazing attitude an amazing rider i absolutely love luke grow the other thing that he is noted for is loving crosswinds i mean come on who loves crosswinds he's <laughs> he's definitely an outlier there and the last rider I want to talk about, of course, is Egan Bernal. He is a climber. He is a born climber. He's one of cycling's biggest talents. And in 2021, he added a Giro d'Italia victory to his Tour de France success. And he's just a stunning cyclist to watch. So Bernal made history by being signed to Ineos for the longest contract ever of five years. Like that's completely unheard of in the sport. So there was no real secret that he was Ineos' big hope. And, you know, he didn't disappoint. He was the Tour de France's youngest ever winner back in 2019. So in that, in 2019, he won the youth classification for the Ineos Grenadiers and he won the overall, which is amazing. He returned to racing only in the last couple of months. He had to take eight months out following a horrific crash in Colombia. He hit a parked bus when he was riding at 60 kilometers an hour and suffered 20 fractures everywhere in his spine, in his legs, in his wrist, absolutely everywhere. So look, I'm really, really hoping that Egan can come back and show us all that same grit and determination that we see from other riders like Luke Rowe and that bounce back ability. So do you love or loathe Team Ineos? For me, I'm not so sure, to be honest. Like, Obviously, I really respect some of the impact they've had on the sport and really bringing English cycling and an English team to the forefront. But I don't know, I think some of the more fiery and emotional approaches are more fun to watch. That's all for me today, folks. If you want to contact me about anything in the show, if you want to send me 
a, a newbie question if you've any questions about coaching pop me an email to sarah at roadmancycling.com until next week you cycling worldies thank you for listening to today's podcast have you ever wondered how good you could actually be each of us has a unique set of circumstances with work family and social obligations but we also want to fulfill our potential in cycling okay okay maybe you won't ever win the tour de france but for most of us this isn't what cycling is about so let us build you the perfect training plan around your lifestyle that's totally unique to you and will help you finally realize your cycling dreams. So whether you're just getting started on the bike or if you're a more seasoned cyclist, we have a suitable coach for you. So why not schedule a call with us and we can have a chat about how we can help you go further than you ever dreamed of in your cycling and fitness goals. Go to roadmancycling.com forward slash contact or pop me an email directly to sarah at roadmancycling.com.